there's something about German movie, why I made the curator's pick of the Hollywood French What's going on, y'all? Welcome to another great episode of Hashtag TFR Oops Hashtag Observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. Let's see, let's get this started. Let's check out the sound and everything. How are you doing? this morning pretty good pretty good reporting to duty on this morning i'm ready for another robust broadcast i brought with me i have a big granny smith green apple cut up here and some ginger and i have my nice 10 ounce cup of uh tea and it is matcha green matcha tea and lasso tea mixed together. So I had this yesterday and it was power packed. I had plenty of energy, so I'm ready to go. So despite the things that are happening in our immediate world today, I'm doing pretty good. It's a sunshiny day, another one in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. And I was surprised yesterday because my lawn guy came. I wasn't expecting him and Dad and I had gone through a couple of different people that just were not reliable. You know, they come and, uh, you know, we never had a problem with paying anybody. So that wasn't the point. It was just it was people, they were not, they didn't have integrity. And so they show up one time and then some one of them we had to call to come get his money. I don't know. He was on some excursion somewhere. I don't know what's going on. But I was driving down the street and I saw this um one guy working on a lawn on De, uh, was it DeForest? um yeah on DeForest. and so i stopped it was him and another guy like a maybe a nephew or son or something and they were working together he had a truck and he had some tools on it a rollaway lawnmower and things like that and then and the, the younger guy was trimming the bushes so i stopped and i talked to the guy for a few minutes i said well i'm looking for something someone reliable uh to cut my father's grass and he said, well, I'm your guy. And he's been reliable. I don't have to talk to him. He shows up every two weeks, either on a Monday or a Thursday. And I never have to talk to him. I pray him by Cash App. When I hear him out there doing this thing, I just send him the Cash App. And we don't even have to talk. But he'll knock on the door and just say, I'm done. And so yesterday he said, well, this is the last one for the season. And then I asked him if he did snow. And he said, well, no, I don't do snow, but I got a partner that does snow. I dropped the card in your mailbox. I said, well, fine, that'll be perfect. Just remember to hit me up when the seasons change. Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. Efficiency, excellence. That's what I'm talking about. So I'm all in all, I'm good. I'm good today. Well, let's see. Efficiency, that's how it happens. That's how networking happen it, it happens that way you do good work and the person usually finds and asks the person that does good work if they know someone else who does good work 
and thus and so that's how mm -hmm. it works and this is how economics build right that's one thing now we want to say drop out shout outs to all of the people watching us on periscope vimeo fb and the film review life channel on youtube make sure you go to the film review life channel on youtube and smash that subscribe button smash that like button tag your people and all of the platforms that we just mentioned to let them know that we are on because we have a great broadcast and i also want to say that you should subscribe to tfr podcast live and hashtag observations tfr on iHeartRadio, spotify google podcast apple podcast and podcast addict that's right you just go to google type in hashtag tfr podcast live or hashtag observations tfr and put in iheart or spotify or google podcast or apple podcast or podcast addict and it will come up for you and you can subscribe to all of our broadcasts on the on your favorite podcast providers and binge watch and listen as you will and if you want to even make it more simplified for you go to lordlandfilms.com lordlandfilms.com and all of the links are right there where you can pick your favorite podcast provider and subscribe to our broadcast also if you are a blogtalk.com subscriber make sure that you subscribe to our program on crazy d that's d-e-e -E, crazy d radio that's right on blogtalkradio.com you can become a subscriber, a follower, and you will be notified when we come on. And you will know that you can call in at 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. If you want to just listen, just come on in and listen. But if you want to get in on the conversation, use your touch tone technology created by a black woman and press one and we will be notified that you want to come on and be on in the conversation and the phone lines are open at 213-943-3358 i have my apple i've already been munching on my grapes they were a cool refresh this morning under the hot lights you know the hot lights will get you sweating but that's okay. And what's going on over here? My hair is just going everywhere, but who cares? We are in a <laughs> topsy-turvy situation. What is the topic for today? What is the topic for today? Your descendants' future is shot to snot. Your descendants' future is shot to snot. Freedom... Freedom of Speech, Part 4, Hashtag Observations, Episode 52. We are on Episode 52. We are over a half a century old in episode years. 
headed to finishing out the century 100 episodes pretty soon. So, what does it mean to only think on what makes one feel good but not worry about one's descendants? What does it mean to place American black futures back 50 to 100 years again? There is a predominant underclass or a permanent underclass in America and really there's nothing to be done about it, especially when the most ambitious, the most talented, the most aspiring to goals are betrayed by their own family, parents, their parents by the decisions made by the latter to make themselves feel good. Yes, there are plenty of examples of the world with an underclass. But what is a world without the underclass where those who were once the perpetuating bottom, the perpetuating bottom become the thriving top? Your descendants' future is shot to snot. No worries in the by and by, in the B-U-Y and the B-Y-Y-E in the B-Y-E. Let's discuss. The phone lines are open. 213-943-3358. So, your descendants. So, the full title of this is Your Descendants' Future is Shot to Snot. No worries in the by B-U-Y and by B-Y-E. Like, Saranara, sucker. Let's discuss 213-943-3358. Now, let's begin with some memes. Let's warm this up today. We are ready to warm it up before the rubber hits the road. So smash the like button, smash the share button, subscribe to the film review, like channel on YouTube right now. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. Good morning to everyone that is watching us right now and will re-watch the broadcast later. Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, Stu? We see that you're listening. Good morning, good morning. Okay, so let's go. Let's go with this one right here. I thought this one. This one is by one of the, one a person who acted in one of the uh, Black Ass Chronicles episodes. And tell me by this meme, Tanya, after I read it, what he does for a living. If your candidate don't win and you want to leave the country, don't forget, I'm a travel agent. If your candidate don't win and you want to leave the country, don't forget, I'm a travel agent. What do you think he does for a living? <laughs> well, he just said it. He said I'm a travel agent. He just right, said but, it. But but what, what that means is he's he's there to profit off of this May. And this is what 
we're talking about today, partly. So we're warming up about black futures, right? So smash the share button, smash the like button. There to profit off of dismay. A perfectly good capitalist thought process on it, if I must say so myself. Let's continue. The most embarrassing thing about the U.S. having another civil war is it's not even for a new reason. <laughs> the most embarrassing thing about the U.S. having another civil war is it's not even for a new reason. Wow. I thought that was, that was pretty good. Oh, smash wow. the share button, smash the like button. We're getting ready to hit the rubber to the road shortly. We have definitions today. And of course, we have another edited up presentation by yours truly, Crazy D, the film guy, the film dude. Not a guy, film dude. Okay, here we go. I could be wrong, but I deduced the Proud Boys are ready, readying for a battle with Antifa, not the black community. I could be wrong, but I deduced the Proud Boys are readying for a battle with Antifa, not the black community as we hear things that we've talked about in previous episodes when we broke down the accelerationists and the anarchists we discussed we discussed that right and so people are catching up catching up catching up catching up catching up catching up would you agree that people are catching up with memes catching up with memes yeah, it is, but you know, unfortunately, it's too little, too late. But yeah, they're catching up. They're catching up. All right, all right, catching up. Let's keep optimistic. Let's keep the let's keep the uh, cup half uh, full and not half uh, empty. As I take a sip of a water, smash the share button, smash the like button. We got one for you today. I could be wrong. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I just read that. Here's what we're where we are. Y'all on on here fighting your family and friends about which white person is better. Listen here, Amy. Listen to it, Amos. You're on here fighting your family and friends about which white person is better. Well, I do declare. <laughs> we said that already. We said that way back, you know. Mm -hmm. But they're catching up. It's not, they, they're still arguing, though. They're arguing. We're past the election. We're past the election. But I think this is good, teachable memes. Here's one. Comes from the blackest, beautiful uh, people. Let me read this. Me watching many African Americans passive aggressively bullying the people who refuse to vote. To think African Americans vote for Trump and Biden is beyond my African mind. I will be quiet until the police kill another black man for fun 
or the white-owned hospitals kill another black pregnant mother to reduce the population for the one millionth time. America hates black people, but black people love them no matter what. She meant Americans, but she said America. But anyway, loves it no matter what. Like sad puppies, we vote. The lunacy irks much and is too hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, this is you know just memes, just memes this morning after the after the election, two days after the election. We can go here. Ah, here's one. Politics makes strange bedfellows. But uh here's one from Boyce, Dr. Boyce. Watkins. Let's read it on through here. White nationalists don't scare me. This must be what's been in the media lately about the Proud Boys. They've been trying to bring up fear and then intimidation and then false stories and all that. So all this must be in the media cycle right now afterwards leading up to like maybe uh, it may be a Civil War, it may be a revolution, etc., 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 etc. We talked about that in nauseum, and you should have been on it before we had sounded the alarm a long time ago. We're past that now. Okay. White nationalists don't scare me because Malcolm X convinced me to become a black nationalist. I don't care much about integrating into a culture I can't relate to. I would rather build my own community and compete. I would rather build my own community and compete. Even if you build your own to compete with your own, here's a news flash. If you're only looking at your brother to compete against, the other is looking at you if you are in business because you cut down on the black dollar that they would get from American blacks because American blacks spend lots of money. So you are their competitor if you know it or not. So while you're competing, if you get into business to compete against your brother, just know that the other already sees you as competition and will try to figure a way to get you out because you are cutting into their future earnings. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We are going there today. We are going to there today. Okay. James Gregory, the destruction of black civilization. What does he say here? Make no mistake when the slave masters beat your ancestors into conforming to their religion, it was not about saving their souls for God, for a God who loved them. It was about conquering their souls, their personalities, their identities, and even their deities to break them into obedient slaves. There was no love in that equation. I love his I love his syntax, the way he writes and the the 
phraseology, it just rolls like water, flows like water. Ah, here's one in the same brain trust or brain thoughts, which is interesting. And we're gonna stop here and discuss this. Smash the share button, smash the like button. Black Christians be like, Jesus is coming back any day now. Black Christians be like, Jesus is coming back any day now. Now, I like to speak on that one. Now, when you look at him and when you and when you span the decades and then you span the centuries, then you span the millennia. This is truly actually fact. Black Christians be like Jesus is coming back any day now and I have lived on the planet for nearly 50 years and I have seen a lot of death. And a lot of the people who have passed were thinking that they were going to see the skies part in their lifetime. And the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse and then the horn sounds, and then Jesus comes with the burning eyes and hair like, like lamb's wool and feet like copper, and it's all about to kick off. But unfortunately for them, it was not the time, nor that particular hour. And actually, that's what it is, where it is, there it is. Right there, black Christians, unless you close your eyes and you go to another dimension, you open them and you're looking at Revelation. You're looking at the apocalypse. What you got to say to that? You know, this is absolutely right. It's funny to me. <laughs> Those figures are funny to me, but it's also sad because that mentality was fed to us by our oppressors. Uh, the same ones that use the scripture, misinterpret, misinterpreted the scripture to validate how they were treating slaves. Um, the scriptures in the Bible that were speaking about slavery and slaves obey your masters as, as, as it is befitting in the Lord, that was not addressing the type of slavery that went on in the transatlantic slave trade. That was more so, slaves were people whose families were indebted to another family or whatnot. So it wasn't a black white issue. It was a, it, it could have been two Hebrews. It could have been, you know, it could have been a Hebrew family indebted to another Hebrew family. It could have been any of that, but it was not addressing the type of slavery. But these wicked men 
took the scriptures and took their interpretations of it because their interpretations did not come from God. That's why they were so easily easy to misinterpret because the Holy Spirit had not been their teacher to lead and guide them into all truth. So that being said, this is what they fed. So you have a lot of black Christians. That is true. They're sitting around. Um, it, it appears to be that the whole story is a fairy tale because of how they're sitting waiting. And the idea here is being inferred is that they've been sitting around doing nothing. They've been in that same position because had they been active, they wouldn't look rotted out like that. You understand? They dry rotted. So had they been active, they wouldn't look like that. And that's exactly right. And what's sad about that is the true narrative of the story is Christ ain't gonna recognize him. You haven't done anything. You haven't done anything to promote the kingdom of God. You just been sitting on your blessed assurance waiting, waiting for him to come back for, waiting for him to come back for him to come back for what? Because you were told that if you just confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God is raising from the dead, you shall be saved. It also says them that endure till the end shall be saved. So now what did you do during your endurance process? Enduring means infers that there's some active warring going on. There's some active uh, activity where something is being done, which causes you to have to endure. Endure is not saying endure being slapped in the face, endure being beaten, endure being denied your, your reparations, enduring continuing to vote when you don't have anything that's being given to you for your vote, that's not the type of endurance that the scripture infers. It infers that you are doing something, you are active and being proactive and you're enduring the, the battle scars that come with that. You self-pawn it, you self-pawn it. You are enduring what goes along with being active in the fight. That's what enduring to the end shall be saved. Enduring while holding on to your belief in the Father and in the Son and in the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, not sitting like this mean. And that's what a lot of people are doing. You are not, I'm sorry to tell you, don't be upset, but go re-examine yourself and keep examining yourself as the word says to save you even of the faith. Because that picture right there depicts a person that Christ is not going to recognize in that day so there is no access to the father without going through the son if you if this if christianity is your belief and so if you ain't did nothing he's not gonna he's gonna say depart from me ye that work iniquity i never knew you and if he never knew you you never were this right here is showing people who will not be recognized in that day any day now mm. Can you read Stu's comment? I can see a little bit of it on my display board, but I can't read it all. I think it's an interesting comment. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We are going to let your people know that we are on. We are taking it there. What is the topic? Your descendants future is shot to snot. But don't worry. It's all good in the by, B-U-Y, and by, B-Y-E, Felicia. So what is 
the uh, what what the student asked there. Uh, he says, I've always wondered that if God the Father can create the entire universe in six days, not seven, because he took one day to rest, Jesus leaves after he fulfilled his duty and says, I go to prepare a place for you, and it's been over 2,000 years. I don't mean any disrespect, but why is it taking so long? See, here's the thing with that, that it's, it's the way that that's been taught, you know, uh, Mankind has not stepped, has not realized who he is. Mankind, though we be of flesh and blood, we are God. Scripture says that in the Old and New Testament. Is it not written in your law that you are God? But yet we are, like this picture is depicting here of a helpless group of people with no power to be active on the earth, just sitting around, you know, Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me on. You know? And so just sitting around waiting, not being active, turn the other cheek, sticking your hand in your head in the sand with your butt in the air, not doing anything. And that's never what the scripture does not convey that type of uh, uh, the, the scripture is a battle book. A scripture is a battle book. It is not a passive aggressive book. It's an aggressive book. It's for warriors. And the only way it can be properly interpreted, it can be read by anybody. But in order to have true interpretation, you got to have a connection with God. And just saying you do is not enough. Since so saying that you have a connection doesn't depict you have one until your life demonstrates it. So if your life is demonstrating a connection, you have the ability to comprehend and understand the scriptures and apply them to your life so that you too are that book. I barely pick a Bible up now. I haven't picked a Bible up on a regular basis in about three or four years. I don't need to because I operated and I've lived. This is who I am. So the Bible is just the training wheels until you become it. At that point in time, it's not necessary to be in it all the time because you are it. Any day now. No, look. You know why it's taking so long? My sister talked about how the Bible was interpreted to keep you or keep us in bondage. The same people who interpreted the bondage. You want to know why it's taking so long? Same reason why the results on the 2020 election is taking so long. The same people who did the interpretation to keep you in bondage are the same people who are fooling with the numbers on the election. Let's move forward. That's why it's taking so long. Thank you for the question, Stu. A vote is not a valentine. You aren't confessing your love for the candidate. It's a chess move for the world you want to live in. Let's say that again. This comes from J. Cool. J. Cool, the MC from Cleveland, Ohio, also one of the executive producers on the Cleveland hip hop documentary that is being worked on, right? I believe that I appear in that somewhere, I believe. But anyway. Let's go forward. 
I vote. A vote is not a valentine. You aren't confessing your love for the candidate. It's a chess move for the world you want to live in. So, a majority of the black people got out there and they were dancing. We talked about that. We're moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, instead of saying, they say, they party for the right. They fight for the right to party. They fight it for the right to party, but they should have been saying they don't dance no more. They don't dance no more. But they voted for the world they wanted to live in. And the world it appears that they wanted to live in for whatever reason is one where immigrants come in and fight for position, <laughs> for housing, for jobs, for free housing, free health care, guaranteed, uh, all that, uh, the right to vote, the right to have a guaranteed job. You most likely are going to train them when they give you the pink slip next season, which is around October, November, December. The deaf season. The deaf season. Yes. Why do you think people always laid off around a time that's supposed to be so festive? Because they talk about Thanksgiving and then Christmas. But really, it's the deaf season. That's why people get green slips around that time. Okay, let's keep moving here. They must be Counting the votes the same way Smokey counted Big Worms $200. That's a Friday <laughs> movie reference. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought that was pretty, pretty good. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, let's keep moving. I thought that was pretty good. Pretty good. I thought it was funny. I thought it was entertaining. Okay, here we go. Here's another. Here's another. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We're getting ready to hit the rubber to the word roll. What are black futures? Now, the difference between those who stay to feed the soil and those who come to grab the fruit. Know the difference between those who stay to feed the soil and those who come to grab the fruit. Do you know the difference between those who stay to feed the soil and those who come to grab the fruit? It all depends on what you have been indoctrinated with or what you have come to understand, middle stand, overstand, to uneducate yourself, unlearn, and relearn the proper things that are good for American black people and ultimately good for the black diaspora globally. Okay, here we go. Here's one from Tyreek Nasheed. I thought this was hilarious. I thought this was good. If Biden and Kamala wins, dot, 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 Kamala is going to become an Indian American again. <laughs> if Biden and Kamala wins, if they win, Kamala is going to become an Indian American again. And you know, I was watching a certain television program the other day. I didn't get a chance to hear it, 
but the commentator was talking about Kamala's strange accent that she has on her words now as she speaks. It's a new accent. It's it's something that's not is it is it Geechee? Is it what is it? Is it Geechee Gully or is it Indian from India accent? Hmm, we don't know, but maybe Tyreek Nasheed is on to something there. Okay, here's something. Some of the things that disappoint you. See, we're getting you set up for a major disappointment. We're getting you set to have a major disappointment. Some of the things that disappoint you, piss you off, or break your heart will end up fixing your vision. It's a beautiful meme. It's a beautiful slide. It is. Some it is. of the things that disappoint you, piss you off, or break your heart will end up fixing your vision. Your vision will be fixed by the things that break your heart, piss you off, and disappoint you. And I am telling you that you are in for a major disappointment. Merry Christmas. Just make sure that if you are a male and you are partly the breadwinner because it's half and half these days, if you are partly the breadwinner in the household, make sure that you stick because your legacy is your children. Your children are your legacy. And if you skip out because times are hard and times get hard where they were a little easier before all of this election mess and you really didn't get a chance to enjoy it, just make sure that you stick because your, your legacy is in those children. You have to make sure that your children grow up, that they are able, that they are not shot down in the street, that they are educated the best they can, the best that money can buy, or the best that charter school or magnet school can offer your children. That's what it's about. That means you're on a constant scramble because you are an American citizen. And if you don't know what that means, you have to go back to previous episodes. What would you like to say about this meme? That is uh, a very striking meme and it's so very true. And it really sums up everything that we've been speaking to people about since what august so some of the things that disappoint you some of the things that disappoint you piss you off or break your heart will end up fixing your vision yeah because there's a lot of vision to be fixed at this time and number one is to be more aware and to research what people are telling you you can't keep yourself in a position where you rely on the traditional mediums of or ways of communicating to the people because everybody's on the tape. Everybody's got an agenda and reason why they're saying certain things, especially in the media. 
There's always some kind of agenda. There's always money being exchanged behind the back. There's always backs being scratched. There's always something where one person's doing a favor for another person and in the pocket of another person in order to keep their, their pockets full while they know the majority of the American people remain in the dark, especially a certain uh, group of people who don't like to read, who like to be spoon fed, they like to be entertained, they are governed by their flesh and not their spirit. They are, uh, they're not, their minds are not being fed on a consistent basis. And they know that and they're capitalizing on it. So because y'all don't believe fat me greasy, you're going to have to see it. That's what I was always maintaining. I said that I would prefer, even though I don't have a dog in this fight, I prefer if Trump would get in only because he had made good on his word uh, concerning black people the first four years and y'all didn't even know that you took what the media told you you didn't even know that he had broke up the the child trafficking ring across several countries y'all didn't know that you didn't know that he funded black businesses on his own out his own uh, um businesses he did that y'all didn't know that he funded jesse jackson's both his running for president that he funded that you didn't know that the media didn't tell you any of that and isn't it funny that speaks to his character and integrity that he didn't feel led to mention it to try to gain your 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 empathies he didn't even mention it because let me tell you something with or without the presidency he's straight he's straight he's gonna go back to doing his businesses and working his millions while you're gonna be sitting up here playing with your lips like you belong in the uh, insane asylum and, and, and wondering where, where you went wrong. You know, where you went wrong is when every time you heard somebody speaking in the affirmative about Trump, you turned off the channel or changed the channel. Every time you heard somebody saying something negative about Biden, you turned the channel. That's where you went wrong. And so it's going to fix your vision if you have it's going to fix your vision as far as your ability to see. And it's also going to fix your vision if you have a vision that uh, that you have to implement for the posterity of your, your life and your family's life. It's going to fix your vision on both sides because you're going to see what's real. Yeah, you're going to see what's real when the immigrants start coming in here. But don't worry about it. So what are we talking about? Your descendants' future or your descendants' futures are shot to snot. But no worries in the by B-U-Y and by B-Y-E, Felicia, bye. Let's look at what futures are. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We're getting ready. We are now ready to hit the rubber to the road. Tag your people in this. Let them know that we're on because we are going through definitions today. So smash the like button. Smash the subscribe button on the Film Review Live channel. Let your people know that we're on. We want to see 10 people, 20 people, 30 people, 100,000, 100 million people watching this particular episode of the broadcast. Hashtag observations TFR. 
All right, here we go. Futures, what is a future, right? Futures are financial contracts obligating the buyer to purchase an asset or the seller to sell an asset and have a predetermined future date and price. No willy-nilly BS, it's a future price, a, fu a, 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 a date, a specific date and time, predetermined, right? A future contract allows an investor to speculate on the direction of a security, a commodity, or a financial instrument. A future contract allows an investor to speculate on the direction of a security, a commodity, or a financial instrument. Okay, what is a financial instrument? Wow, this sounds like music. Does it sound like music? Theory, theory is all the same. Everywhere you go, you have to have a theory. You have to have a theory so that you can have a hypothesis, an educated guess on things because you have already theorized and you have already taken your theory and have experimented and said, well, this happens, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. So when something else that comes up similar, you say, hmm, I have an educated guess with this, which is a hypothesis, right? I have an educated guess, which is a hypothesis. 213-943-3358. I wonder what Mr. P thinks about all of this that's happening, right? Okay, financial instrument. What is a financial instrument? A financial instrument is a monetary contract between parties. We can create, trade, or modify them. We can also settle them. A financial instrument may be evidence of ownership of part of something, as in stocks and shares, bonds, which are contractual rights to receive cash, are financial instruments. Okay, so that's what a financial instrument is. This sounds like music. I'm, you know, counting, counting good, well, well thought up, uh, decided upon the right shares of stock. That's like music. It's like, it's like music, like good poetry. Okay, here we go. Let's keep moving. Okay, so one of the words within the description of the previous definition was the word asset. Okay, so what is an asset? An asset, a useful or valuable thing, person, or quality. Similar, benefit, advantage, blessing, strong point, strength. Secondary, property owned by a person or company regarded as having value and available to meet debts, commitments, or legacies. Okay, let's read that again. So, asset. Property owned by a person. Now, remember the definition of what a person is. 
So automatically this comes up again. Property owned by a person, not property owned by a citizen. Again, what makes you a person? We gave you definition on the show on Monday. You have to go back and catch up. Property owned by a person or company regarded as having value and available to meet debts, commitments, or legacies. Now, the last one, the last word, legacies, is very important. Legacies mean to meet debts, commitments, or legacies, meaning that you have something to pass behind, to leave behind to your legacy, which is your descendants, so they will not be in a perpetual state of being in poverty. And if you have not done that, you have not gained your actual personship which means that you don't own anything that is an asset that you can pass down that is available to meet debts, commitments, or legacies. You have not lived totally up to what it is to be a person in any part of the globe. Persons own. Persons have assets that take care of debts, commitments, or they those assets are able to be passed down to leave legacy. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We are going there today. If you use up everything that you have on now and you have nothing to pass on, nothing, then you have not at one time in your life ever executed your being in personship. You have only been a citizen. And to catch up on that, you need to go back to Monday's show, okay? Secondary, third, third, third. Military equipment such as planes, ships, communications, and radar installations employed or targeted in military operations. You see? Now, but what we're dealing with is the secondary definition, right? Three types of assets. Tangible versus intangible assets current versus fixed assets, and operating versus non-operating assets. What are the three different types of assets? Tangible versus intangible assets, current versus fixed assets, operation versus non-operating. Operating versus non-operating assets. Smash the share button, smash the like button. We're giving definition today. This is going to help you when we get to what we're talking about, which we're in the middle of talking about it now. Did you not know the rubber is on the road and we are speeding at about 75 miles per 
hour. But we have such a steady cabin with great shocks, great <laughs> wheel alignment that it feels like you're just floating. All right. Next one up. Let's break these down now. The three types of assets. Tangible versus intangible assets are typically physical assets or property owned by a company such as equipment, buildings, and inventory. Intangible assets are non-physical assets that have a monetary value since they represent potential revenue. Intangible assets include patents, copyrights, and a company's brand. Not grand, but it can't be a grand brand, but it's the company's brand. Okay, I'll go over that again because it's, it's very important. Tangible versus intangible assets. Tangible assets are typically physical assets of property owned by a company, such as equipment, buildings, and inventory. Intangible assets are non-physical assets that have a monetary value since they are, since they represent potential revenue. Intangible assets include patents, copyrights, copyrights, patents, publishing, and a company's brand. Current versus fixed assets are short-term assets that are typically used up in less than one year. Current versus fixed assets. Current assets are short-term assets that are typically used up in less than one year. Current assets are used in the day-to-day -day operation of a business to keep it running. Fixed assets are long-term physical assets such as plants and equipment. Fixed assets have a useful life of more than one year. Fixed assets have a useful life of more than one year. Operating versus non-operating assets. That sounds pretty self-explanatory as you hear it, but let's get the definition now. Let's get the definition. Very important here. You can come back and freeze frame these and get the notes necessary. Okay. Three types of assets continue. Financial assets include cash and marketable securities while financial liabilities usually refer to debt and leases. If you lease the own, that is a debt. If you have a mortgage, that is a debt. If you have a car that you're paying on, paying back the loan, that is a debt. That is not a asset. So if you're driving around with it and, and you, or you got some gold from the gold man, but you're paying on it, that is a debt. 
That's right. It doesn't become an asset to help to be to with depreciation until it be truly becomes yours. Okay, so let's continue. Operating assets. Conversely, operating assets include accounts receivable, inventory, and fixed assets. Operating assets include accounts receivable, inventory, and fixed assets. Operating liabilities include accounts payable and accured liabilities. That's your car, that's your mortgage, that's your lease on a building. That's until it becomes yours. That's your property tax. Those are all debt or liabilities. Non-operating assets. Assets that are not considered to be part of a company's core operation. Non-operating assets. Assets that are not considered to be part of a company's core operation. A company's non-operation assets may be unused, unused land, spare equipment, investment securities. A company's a company's non-operation non-operating assets may be unused land, spare equipment, investment securities, and so forth. These assets and any income from them are usually omitted from the financial analysis of a company's core business. Right? Now, what are American black futures. Did you know that you can bet for or against futures and you will still get money? You can invest toward, for, or against futures. You can invest for or against futures and you can still collect revenue on your investment. So what's the odds? What's the possibility and the probability that people bet on the fact that American Blacks as a whole, for the most part, would vote their worst interest because they would not research on their own to figure out if policies would be good for them or not. What were the odds and who is betting on your demise? We've already told you what futures are. So we're talking about the American black futures. If you look at the ad, you see the little children. If you don't start to think for the next generations, your generations will be sliding down the stripper pole. 
you are just and 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 unfortunately, I mean, I'm going to say there's nothing wrong with that. You have to do what you have to do, but your people should have set you up so that you wouldn't have to do that because they set you up so so you have to do it. If you do not start to think correctly and be about American black only, your generations will be subject to the foulness that is happening in the streets today. Your young son or daughter may be the next dope boy selling the next drug that they're doing out there that's helping to fund the American government, such great patriots, but you will do time over it. If you do not know what I'm talking about, you've got to go back and watch the previous episodes to catch up. And basically, if you wait, wait, if you do not think and start to look past what the media now for years. See, these are the same people who didn't listen in the beginning. They, they didn't. They weren't listening in the eighties. They weren't listening in the seventies. They weren't listening in the sixties. But the eighties, the late eighties came in, and it was a whole pro-black movement where they were kicking knowledge. And you would read, you would hear it, and then you go to the library and pick up a book on who they're talking about or what the subject they're talking about to read up on it to arm your mind so that you would have a mind state and not a mindset. But oops, they weren't listening. They were listening for the rhymes and not listening to the message. They were listening for the beat, but they weren't listening to the message. And so, though these are the same people who voting were in their hands and they did not look to see what policy were or was. And thus and so, here we are in this situation where your kids, did you see the cover? What is a world without the underclass? What is a world without the underclass? And it's some strippers. And then above are the little children. If you do not start to think, if you do not turn that on, if you do not get off the hamster wheel, if you do not put, whoever wins this, if you, if you do not put your foot in their proverbial ash to get it done, 50 to 100 years, we will be pushed back another 50 to 100 years talking about getting what American blacks need. And if you believe that American blacks don't need anything and you are American black, when you're leaving, when you're leaving, we don't, we don't need to hear, we don't need to hear your contrariness. We don't need to hear that because if you know history, if you read history, and you read agreements that were done, everyone gets a piece. Everyone gets a piece. And anyone who talks that I don't need a piece, you don't know history, you don't know what you're talking about, and you should sit down somewhere because American black futures, get ready for the 
video presentation, smash the share button, smash the like button, subscribe to the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Get ready for it. For those who believe that you don't know what you're talking about, and you should sit down and not talk because everyone gets their peace. And it's now time for us to get our well-overdue, well-earned, well-deserved peace. You know, I just have a couple of things in response to what you're saying or to further reinforce what you're saying. You know, when the dope game, I mean, there, there was always dope being sold from the 60s on, but when I became aware of the dope game and, and seeing it around me at some point in time, it, it always interested me how uh, people could be rolling till they get to a certain point, and then all of a sudden the feds come in and take everything, strip them of everything, all that acquisition, all that stuff. And you find that a lot of that money doesn't, or the dope, the dope nor the money makes it to the evidence room sometimes. And it gets redistributed. And so, you know, here's the game. And the game that's coming now, this time around, is like an experiment that they've already, they already know works. They already know works because they did it with the drug game. So, the end goal is supposed to be this big American dream. You know, a couple of houses, couple of kids, couple of cars, white picket fence, you know, this dream, able to travel where you want to go, have plenty of money in the bank, have some some of the assets and things like such as what was just described. But then never being put in a position to ever acquire those things. So you're told, well, go get an education. Then they go up in you for $100,000 in student loan. If you're going to get a good education. $100,000 in student loans you have to pay back. So you start out your life in debt. Then you get out. A uh, 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 bachelor's degree was not enough. Oh, you don't have a master's. Now you got to go back to school. Spend some more money, add on to the debt, come out. The bar keeps moving, especially in, in the black man is the litmus test. Every time the black man is, see, they, they want to fit the black woman against the black man. So they'll let her in first. They'll let her give her some advantages first so that she'll be ahead of. So that's how you keep them divided and keep them psychologically against each other. Because she comes in able to make the more, most money, right? So she can get with a, a bachelor's, which you can't get with a master's, right? And so, so now you got you in more debt. You went and got this education, and you get out, and the bar is moved again. The bar is moved again. So you're in a catch-22, and finally, when you're able to grasp this kind of job, let's say you get six figures, high five figures, six figures, you're finally what you consider there. But you're not really there because everything that they've shown you is 10 times more than what your income is going to get you, even if it is six figures.
Because they're showing you the acquisition of millionaires and billionaires. And you just in the, the six figures. <laughs> so you still are at a deficit. So now, what do you do? You go get in more debt. So now I'm going to get, I'm going to get this uh, 735i uh, 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 BMW. And I'm going to get the big Lexus truck. I might have both of those. Both of those are $600 a month each or more, plus the insurances. But we get a bundle deal because we got the housing insurance in with those. Right? So you get all this stuff. You acquire all this stuff. You're still in debt. You still don't really own anything. You have a glorified lease on your house. Oh, yeah. It's a million-dollar house. It's a half a million-dollar house. But you got a mortgage for 30 years. So you're just in a glorified lease. You in a glorified lease on your cars. You're paying off $100,000 plus in student loans. You don't own anything. They own you. Go in and come and they own you. It's the same thing. So here's the dope dealer. They say, hey, look, I ain't doing all that. I'm going to go out here and make it this way. They don't realize that the drugs that's bought here that they're selling was let in here by the very government that's going to take them back from you. Because they're going to use the money that they confiscate from you. They're going to use it to fund something else all under the table. They're going to use it to fund something else. The bills that you are transferring are marked. The bills are marked. They know where this money is at all times. That is being transferred hand to hand. They know where it is. So when they get ready. Usually when you get too cocky, they get ready. They come in. They take you all the way down, strip you down to nothing. Take everything. And all of your people that was in your network, they all dimed on you. Everybody turned on each other. They knew y'all would because they knew there was a little bit of jelly backness involved. That they know somebody was going to spin, and they did it. Now you doing a bit for 25 years to life. While your children and the mothers of your children fend for themselves however way is necessary. It's the same experiment being applied to different uh, elements or different facets of the game. And you're never acquiring anything. So they're showing you a picture like a dangling carrot. This is what it means to have arrived. This is what it means to have a piece of the American dream. But they, you're never getting really true access to it because you're remaining in debt trying to look like you have it. And so what this is, is it is lessening your options like Dee was just talking about. Lessening your options. Now, it don't look like we can get nowhere. So where, I mean, you, man, you get plenty of money on the stripper pole. You get plenty of money in the porn industry. Yeah, you get plenty of money in that. So that becomes an aspiration. What do you want to be when you grow up, uh, 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 Melinda? What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a stripper. Not I want to be a doctor. Not I want to be a lawyer. Because I've, it has been demonstrated that I become the doctor and the lawyer. I'm going to start out my career owing over $100,000 in debt while they're 
take out a loan that I have to pay back. So no, I'm not going to be a doctor or a lawyer when I can go in and shake my man. I'm starting with nothing but my body. I can go in and do that and make the money. Free and clear. And it's legal right now. Don't worry. They're going to find a way to get their hands in it as soon as they realize you can really do something. you really making a come up. Because everywhere you go, I'll be watching you. So, it's, it's, this is the position that we're painting ourselves. It's a psychological breaking. It's a psychological breaking. So that you lose your will. That you lose your encouragement. So that you're discouraged. Discouraged. Your courage is gone. You don't have the courage to pursue. You don't have the courage to overtake. You don't have the courage to believe anything. Because you're too lazy to read. You're too lazy to research. Because you trust your oppressors to tell you the truth. When did that start happening? When did the oppressor ever tell you the truth that would, would cause you to, to believe them now? What, what, what's going on here? Do you need therapy? What is going on here? I mean, seriously. And you sitting up there, like I said, goofy. I said a couple of days ago, just goofy. Just goofy. You know, just sitting up there believing that you're going to have something, you know. You know, oh, I got me. Hey, child, look, I, you see my new ride outside? Yeah, how much you have to put down on it? Oh, I had to put $5,000. $5,000 down because you in too much debt with no credit. $5,000 down to get a vehicle that's costing you $700 a month because you make $200,000 a year. That's going to go pretty quick between those student loans, that house that you just had to have but can't really afford. It's going to take you 30 years to pay for it. Five years to pay for the cars. You getting to see the picture now? Are you able to see a visual now? You can always be a man, you know, you can uh... Take care of people's kids in the neighborhood and be a mommy. Oh, here's one. Here's one. Here's one. They have, and you can, you can, you can be a breeder. You can be a professional breeder. They are calling for women who have strong wounds that can care for women who can't carry to term. They will take that woman's eggs and implant them in your womb. The, you know, the fertilized eggs and plant them in your womb and you carry for nine months and deliver, they will give you over $1,000 for that. That's an aspiration, huh? Being a breeder? <laughs> yeah, over $1,000. Wow, I thought you was getting ready to bring a big momentous thing, like 20 grand. They didn't brought the price down. I remember I saw a movie... Well, the chick kept the baby and they was paying 30, paying her 30 grand. They didn't got the business. They didn't got the, they didn't got, somebody didn't got the capitalist business going and they got them like a, mm-hmm. like a stalls and said, pick this yeah. one, pick that one. It'll cost you 10,000. They're going to give them 10%. Yeah. 
Or it's gonna be mm-hmm. thirty thousand, but it's gonna give them only a third mm-hmm. of what of what that is. Wow, wow, boy, I'm telling you, people used to be able to get it straight out. All that thirty thousand themselves. Now they only getting a thousand dollars to go through all that. Rip. Wow, wow, boy, I'm telling you, the middleman gets in between and it happens. Okay, people, so look, we this. This is a treat. This is a treat. This is a treat. Smash the share button. Smash the like button because we're going to talk about futures and we're going to be talking about trading and then we're going to be talking about, we're going to be breaking in and giving context of what we're talking about and how you too can trade on positive outcome (laughs) or dismal outcome. That's right. You have to be smart you should be trading on your own positive outcome or your own dismal outcome you should be trading it so that you will still at least have something and then in the end you won't have a dismal outcome or you will be trading on others dismal outcome like others do right but this is a treat first this is an episode from Lord Land Theater. This is Lord Land Theater. This particular episode shows you, illustrates how a person thinks when two sides of the same coin, when two sides of the same coin approach you, but they act like they come different and they don't know each other, right? This is what this is, right? This is a scene. So if, if anyone, well, of course, a lot of people have watched The Black Ice Chronicles and, of course, Lord Man Theater is a spinoff because I have many different worlds within the Black Ice world that I have built. Written scripts. Crazy D, the Crazy D character is a hyperbolic version of the actual crazy. What does hyperbolic mean? Something that has been exaggerated or enlarged. So you will see that the crazy characters talk slower because he is in observation. His point is to observe what is happening to make the best outcome for himself and his right in the midst of a world that is the black ice chronicles which you might know black ice is you don't see it if you know how to get out the skin mm-hmm. you don't smash your car that's the metaphor right his thing is to observe so he talks slower and he talks and asks questions to get the answer see we will ask questions too right but we catch, analyze, and shoot. In this hyperbolic version of the Crazy D, in the Crazy D character, he sits back and he listens more. And this is what you see. You have to sit back and listen. You have to sit back and listen and observe. When you sit back and listen and you observe, that's why I have other people around me and they are my second and third or fourth set of eyes when I'm in engaged with a person they can tell me what they observed but 
the Crazy D character in these scenarios is by himself. So he is thus his second set of eyes. And he's sitting there listening, using all his senses, the five senses to be able to determine what the right movement will be. Right? And that's what the whole Black Ice Chronicles wrapped around the crazy D character is about the crazy people, the strange people that came and how to get out of strange situations that people are trying to put you in that is for your detriment. And so people have to be able to sit back and listen to things that they don't necessarily want to listen to things that don't release the dopamine in your brain. You have to sit there and observe to get the best outcome for yourself. So this is a treat, y'all. This is a treat. And then you can see all of the rest of the episodes on lordlandfilms.com forward slash lordland-tv. You go over to lordlandfilms.com and then you will see in the navy bar, Lordland TV, or you can just put in the address lordlandfilms.com forward slash Lordland dash TV and it comes right up. You can watch all 13 episodes transition. All 13 episodes of Lordland Theater. But here it is. Here it is. So this is real quick. And then we're going to go into talking about futures right out after that. You know, playing on the stock market. Here we go. Get ready. Set. Go. I would never want to give you the wrong idea, but you are one of the most beautiful women I have ever met. Girl, you're built a hop like a Ferrari, baby. I want to hear that engine purr. <laughs> I want to hear your engine roar. <laughs> My name is Jackson Roberts, and if you so much as touches me with a drop of water, that'll be your ass. But, I'm trying something new. Allow me to formally introduce myself. My name is Jackson Roberts. Jack for short. Jack of all trades. Match with some, but you won't gum. I've seen some of your ads. You might want my assistance in getting you some, I mean, acquiring some quality females for your photographs. I don't think I need bad bitches like this one. But a two baker's dozen, that's 26 females. Stay with me. I've seen some of your clips in that Ted Fred shit, the one with Scarlett at the barbecue. <laughs> Man, that shit had me rolling. The way I see it, you three can make a lot of money. My services aren't cheap, but I think results. So what about it, my guy? The one that has eye on the plan to make fans? What about it? I tell you two what. Exchange numbers, get together, develop the plan, then I'll call Jackson 
when I'm ready to hear it, okay? Pause that for me. Okay. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So this is very subtle. It's very subtle. Now remember, the point of the Black Ice Chronicles is about ice and avoiding the black ice. Anyone who comes to New York, mid well, come from the Midwest. So I'm from Midwest, come to New York, any place where, you know, the atmosphere gets to the point where it's cold enough, not cold enough for snow, but the rain comes, then it turns to ice and you're on a sheet of asphalt and you don't see it you can crash your car up so that's what the whole metaphor of black ice is about and crazy d is the main character in it having to avoid the crash up so as you see this people these two people approach and to me they represent the democrats and the Republican Party. The Republican Party is sitting there. Or you can take it that the Democrat Party is just sitting there loving you giving them accolades for, oh, thank you for freeing the, well, they didn't free the slaves. The Republicans did that. Thank you for the Civil Rights Act, Johnson, da, 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 da. we're voting for you forever, forever, forever. And you are the most beautifulest woman that I have ever met. But if you look on the Crazy D face, it's game. Because he's looking to get something. And then the Republican Party comes up who is looking to get something, but the Democrat is looking to get something for nothing. Go watch this again. Go watch it on lordlandfilms.com forward slash lordland-tv. lordlandfilms.com forward slash lordland-tv. And watch all 13 episodes. But this one right here, the person approaches and tells you that they have something good. This is just like, it's just, I mean, I shot it so long ago. But it is just, it is the perfect metaphor. It is the perfect, it is the perfect analogy. This is to this, is that is to this, right? That is to this, is that is to this. It's a perfect analogy. The Republican is approaching and they're bringing the platinum plant. And they're telling you everything that they can do for you. The Democrat Party is sitting there dormant, doing nothing, loving the accolades that you're given, thinking that you are going to go their way regardless so they don't have to do much but sit there and look pretty. Jeez, this is just, I mean, is the metaphor is there. So the Republican Party sit down and say, oh, and they give a little flattery, but flattery is empty. They give a little flattery because they are out to get your vote. And we can do this for you, and we can do that for you, and this and that. But 
I'm looking at both and I say, well, I think they're together the way they're cutting those little looks at each other, which makes them the two sides, the two sides of the same coin. The so the Crazy coin. D character says, hmm. And as you notice, he sits back into the shade. So his eyes could adjust from out the blinding light. He sits back into the shade of the beautiful darkness so his eyes can clear. Oh, everything is purposeful in the Black Eyes Chronicle. And we're going to play it again before we get to the future so you will understand the breakdown of it. So he sits back in the shadow and he figures it out and he says, they're two sides of the same coin. Then he comes and says, you know, why don't you two get together, develop the plan, and then when you're ready, I'll call whatever his name is, Frederick, when I'm ready. When you're ready, I'll call Frederick when I'm ready to hear it, okay? When I'm ready to hear it. How... See, you see that? You see that? It, it, it's it's being, it, it's it's phraseology and words. I, I wrote that whole script. Sometimes when I watch, when I when I see when I pick the actors and they bring my words to life, sometimes I sit there just amazed at how these words come to life in real life from off the page. I'm like, I can't believe I wrote that. Right? But then I say, this is what Crazy D says. It's very subtle and slick, the Crazy D character. He says, when you're ready, after you make the plan, and when you're ready, when you're ready, I'll call Frederick when I'm ready to hear it, okay? How is Crazy D ever gonna know that they have a plan if they don't reach out to him first? But they end up smiling at the end and happy and joyful and they get up and walk away but if, then later they realize within the script that they said, well, how are we going to, how's he going to know that we're ready if we don't call him and he's calling us when he's ready? That's how you're supposed to be with these parties. When I'm ready to talk to you when you have made the plan that I can see but I'm never going to see it because I'm really not interested in you. So that means that you have to do something to broadcast big to get my vote. So let's go back and watch it again. And then you understand this is Crazy D out here in Las Vegas because the Crazy D in the episodes when he was back in Cleveland, Ohio, he was building his knowledge bank to be able to, to move into every, any other areas around the world so he had naivety in some of the things that he did leading into building his ability to overcome and avoid the black ice he always avoids the black ice but it took him longer to figure out this is rapid fire and quick because you have to catch analyze and shoot you have to catch analyze and shoot you got something to say before we uh before we uh, play it again? Yeah. See, in these times, it's no doubt to me that people are going to be seeking um, uh, 
insight from spiritual means. So you have some people that confer with psychics. You have, they only have limited information. You got some that are prophet groupies. Every time somebody that has a prophet in front of their name as a title is appearing somewhere, here they showing up like it's a concert trying to get a word. I need a word. I need a word. I need a word. I need a word. Now, what you just got was he said that he wrote that and that was years ago he wrote that and it's applicable to now and probably will be applicable to another situation again because it is prophetic in nature uh, pro things that are in prophetic in nature they have life have a life of their own and when it's able to be applied it's like you look you sit there to yourself you're like wow because prophetic is a head it goes out ahead of the situation and forecast right so there's a foretelling and there's a forth telling uh in a prophetic thing so he's like he can't believe he wrote it it's applicable for now and then he gave you some instruction he said that this is how you have to see these two parties so I'm going to need for you to not look at this from an entertainment perspective, but a spiritual perspective, because that was a presentation, a pro prophetic presentation of a time to come, which is now. And now he's given the instruction to say, this is how you interpret this. You're going to have to look at these parties like this is presenting you. And he gave you a visual. This is the mindsets that we have to get into, how to get on top of things and how to stay ahead of things. So that's what I wanted to say. Um, you know, I know the show is entertaining to some degree, but there's a lot of prophetic insight on this show and you need to be able to hear instruction with spiritual ears. I would never want to give you the wrong idea, but you are one of the most beautiful women I have ever met. Girl, you're built a hot like a Ferrari, baby. I want to hear that engine purr. I want to hear your engine roar. You've got a lot of nerve. My name is Jackson Roberts. And if you so much as touches me with a drop of water, that'll be your ass. But I'm trying something new. Allow me to formally introduce myself. My name is Jackson Roberts. Jack for short. Jack of all trades. Match with some, but you and bubblegum. I've seen some of your ads. Thought you might want my assistance in getting you some. I mean, acquiring some quality females for your photographs. I don't think I need bad bitches like this one. But a two baker's dozen is 26 females. Stay with me. I've seen some of your clips in that Ted Fred shit. The one with Scarlett at the barbecue. <laughs> Man, that shit had me rolling. The way I see it, we three can make a lot of money. My services aren't cheap, but I'm So what about it, my guy? 
The one that has eye on the plan to make fans? What about it? I tell you to what? Exchange numbers, get together, develop the plan, then I'll call Jackson when I'm ready to hear it, okay? So what are futures and how do we practically use them to trade? First off, a fundamental definition of futures. Futures are a contract agreement to buy or sell a specific commodity at a predetermined price and at a time. And so examples of these can be oil futures, soybean futures, wheat futures, and there's also cash ones like the S&P 500 futures. And so also American black futures. What what are you going to what are you going to do? You're going to bet on what are you going to do? What decisions are they going to make? What what do you think they're going to do? Are they going to be successful? Or are they not going to be successful? American black futures, but because they buy and sell you over the internet too, or over the over the stocks too. They sell and buy you over the stocks too. Depending on, they say they're going to make the right decision. Let's hedge this bet. Who's going to do this, right? Remember when they, if you were watching a certain channel, they were talking about that the betters thought that Biden was going to win at first, but then all of a sudden it switched over to Trump as Trump was getting the returns in. Then it kind of went back down and it went back over to Biden. They weren't only betting on, there's a lot that goes into a bet. Not only were they betting on, they were betting on how many blacks people are going to vote. Are they going to vote for their best interest? Are they not? Same thing on the stock market. But let's let's continue with this. But you, you just have to be aware of what's going on and why it's going on. So let, let, let's continue. What we're going to focus on in this video is the S&P 500 futures and the practicality of actually trading that. Whether it's the versatility of trading the same markets as Wall Street or the lower initial investment, there are distinct benefits to day trading futures versus stocks. Here are just five reasons to consider day trading futures markets instead of equities. Day trading stocks requires a minimum account value of $25,000 due to pattern day trader rules. This can present a substantial financial limitation for day traders of any level. Through the use of margin, futures traders can day trade with a significantly smaller account balance, such as only $400. Do you have like $25,000 on hand just to go off the top to trade on yourself? To trade, to decide on what's futures how this is gonna go how this is not gonna go do you have that you know why you don't have that because you've been making wrong decisions you've been making wrong decisions but you best believe that they are trading and betting and selling and buying you right there on that stock market let's continue on with ninja trader brokerage Margin often represents only a fraction of the total value of the contract. 
allowing futures traders to control a significant contract value with a smaller amount of capital. So when you buy an S&P 500 future, let's say somewhere here at 3,100, you're speculating that the underlying commodity, in this case, the S&P 500, is gonna go up in the future. And so if the S&P 500 index goes up from here, your contract should also go up in value. Sometimes there can be a slight value difference. So for the sake of actually trading this S&P 500 futures, we're not buying a share of the futures here. We're buying a contract that holds that value that we got in the market at. So if we buy a futures contract at 3,100, we're not paying that numeric value of something like a share. If this was a stock, you would be paying $3,100 for one share. For this futures contract, we are not actually doing that because we are buying a contract or, or a derivative on this market, we are paying a different price. And we don't actually pay or give someone money to actually own the contract. We put up something called margin, which is like collateral to essentially get control of the contract. And so margin per contract can be different from broker to broker. And there'll be things called like intraday margin and overnight margin. And so brokers will have different values of margin that is required to trade the S&P 500 futures. And also different futures will have different levels of margin. But for our purposes with S&P 500 futures, the normal overnight and intraday margin is generally around seven to $8,000 per contract. And this will be changed based on just the volatility of the market. So that can go up or that can go, that can go down. And also intraday margin can be a lot lower than the overnight margin of that seven to $8,000. And the intraday is essentially. Now, I know that, that may go, that may, that may make you go drowsy, but you gotta stay awake because you gotta stay awake because you you don't have $25,000 just to go in to buy futures and, you, and you're probably gonna get 100,000 just to buy futures. You don't have that. You need to stay awake. If you don't have 25,000 times four, you need to stay awake to see how you can get into this futures trading. Get into futures trading. We talked about Nigeria and we showed you about stocks, about commodities. Now we're showing you about futures trading and why does futures trading trade nearly 24, 24-7 in a day? Nearly 24-7, whereas commodities only trade for a certain amount of time of the day or should I go like this? Am I doing it? Yeah, I'm doing it right. No, I'm doing it. You got to do it like this. And it's only so many a day, but it's 24 set, almost 24 seven on futures. It's because American black people, excuse me, black people are on the move all around the globe doing sometimes stupid shit. And you know, there's some money to be made off of American black futures and black diaspora futures around the globe. Will they stand up? Will they stand up? Probably not. I'm going to bet for their demise and make billions of dollars. Okay, so let's keep going. Let's keep going here.
Actually, the normal stock market trading hours from 9.30 Eastern time to about four o'clock in the end of the day when the normal stock market hours close. And so some brokers will have lower intraday margin. Please be aware that leverage also increases the associated risk and only risk capital should be used for trading. Liquidity is also essential for day trading any market since it enables you to get in and out of trades with ease. Volume in individual stocks can vary greatly from day to day, whereas many popular futures markets experience high daily liquidity. So the platform. Look up the word liquidity. Look up the word liquidity. Leverage, people should pretty much know what that means because that's a term that's used in many different. So you can just uh, use context clues to figure that out. But liquidity, what is liquidity? We need to know what liquidity is. Do you have it? Yes. And this is from, uh, from Investopedia. Financial liquidity refers to how easily assets can be converted into cash. Assets like stocks and bonds are very liquid since they can be converted to cash within days. However, large assets such as property, plant, and equipment are not as easily converted to cash. For example, your checking account is liquid, but if you owned land and needed to sell it, it may take weeks or months to liquidate it, making it less liquid. I normally use called Ninja Trader, their intraday margin is generally $500 per contract. And so that is so much smaller compared to that seven to 8,000 that's normally at. And so this allows you to trade with a lot smaller account. So that is Do you have $2,000? Do you have $2,000? It's been cut over 10%. At twenty five thousand, right? Do you have two thousand dollars where you can have five hundred, five hundred, five hundred, five hundred, and go into some futures buying and trade and selling? Do you have that? Do you have that? Do you have that to get into what they are buying and selling? So that you can make a better outcome for your family because guess what the stock market works no matter what president is in office it works up and down it works up and down the only time it didn't really work was when our kids it was bush and it crashed and when bush came in it crashed and melanie hobson was on tv of course she was married to a famous producer so she could say anything but she was on tv and we were believing that's another story for another time. But anyway, <laughs> let, let's continue on. Let's continue on. Let's continue on. Do you have $2,000? Come on now. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. We always bring something of substance every day. My mother always said she liked to watch things that had substance. She liked to watch films that had substance. And we bring substance to you every day. We do not just talk trash. We bring substance every day. And we, this is more substance. This is more about the difference between commodity trading, rare commodity. We're talking about rare commodities which had to do with Africans. Now we're talking about, now we're talking about 
trading and <laughs> buying and selling that has to do with American blacks. Come on now, let's get with it. Continue on. There's one huge benefit of some different brokers. Some brokers have a lot smaller margin and then some brokers will have that seven to $8,000 margin needed even in the intraday times. So if you are looking to trade futures and you don't wanna have to be putting up that much margin or collateral for one futures contract, definitely look into a futures specific broker or if your broker has lower intraday margin prices. I know Thinkorswim does have lower intraday margin requirements if you have a certain capital. Another thing that is a huge difference with, with futures is the actual dollar amount that you make when the market goes up or down. So because the numeric value that the market is trading at doesn't correlate with a price to actually pay for it, every point or numeric change that happens doesn't mean a one-to-one -one dollar to numeric change value. And so what those are for this in the ES futures, every numeric value change is called one point. So if you move from 3,100 to 3,101, that is called a point. And that is actually worth $50. So if you have one contract and the market goes up one point, your contract gains $50 in value. So you put in 500 and it goes up a point and you get 550. You see that? The money's working for you and it goes up and then it goes up again and it goes up again, a point, 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 and you figure it out. But here, what happens if it only goes up a tick? Let's, let's, let's see what tick means. And then as well, the market moves in a minimum amount of increments. And so it doesn't move by a penny, it moves by 0.25 or something called a tick. And so this is the smallest movement that happens. And so this is one fourth of a point. And so this is valued at one fourth of a point's value. One fourth of 50 is 1250. And so every tick in the market is going to be worth 1250. With index futures, traders can participate in the same markets as Wall Street, S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, and the Russell 2000 Index. Futures markets are also centralized and consolidated, whereas equities markets trade across dozens of exchanges. These factors make the volume data of futures markets much more meaningful to day traders. Additionally, when you sell a futures contract short, you're actually buying a contract to sell at a lower price in the future, rather than borrowing to sell short. This helps level the playing field between bullish and bearish traders in futures markets. Futures markets trade nearly 24 hours a day, six days a week, allowing traders to conveniently manage positions any time of day. In comparison, stocks and ETFs only trade six and a half hours a day, five days a week. As an entry point to futures trading, micro e-mini contracts provide new traders with a low-cost opportunity to trade the same markets as Wall Street. At one-tenth the contract size of e-mini futures, you can start small, limiting your financial exposure, and if you choose to, increase trade volume as you gain experience and further expand your risk management plan. How to buy your first share If you want to invest in the stock market, it's essential to know how to buy stocks, and that's what we're going to show you today. Stick with us and you'll see how easy it is to buy shares in a company with a step-by-step -step example. 
Let's start by going through the basics of how stock trading works. One essential thing you should know is that stocks, shares and equities mean pretty much the same thing. Shares of public companies are traded on a stock exchange. Some of the most popular stock exchanges are the New York Stock Exchange NYSE, NASDAQ and the London Stock Exchange LSE. A stock exchange is a type of public marketplace for shares and as with any marketplace there are buyers and sellers. When a buyer and a seller agree on a price, a deal is done. Here's a high-level view of how it works. When someone wants to sell a share, they submit the price at which they are willing to sell it on the exchange. Buyers do the same. They submit the price at which they want to buy a particular stock. When the lowest selling price meets the highest buying price, a deal is done. What's that based on? What's that selling and buying and selling and buying and selling and trading and what's that all based on? Hmm. When you're in the black, what's that all, what, what is that buying and selling all based on and how come you haven't gotten into it yet? What, what's the problem? What's the problem? Why haven't you gotten into it? Why are you sitting at home you got some expendable cash. We know. We give you hopefully. And then you can just go there. You're sitting at home now. You're playing video games. But you can have the up on a computer screen playing a video game of the stocks. What's that based on? Didn't didn't they sell buy sell trade? black bodies at the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, they did. How about that? What's this all based on? We keep showing you everything. Everything is based on you and the decisions you make or you don't make. How about that? This process is fully automated and could happen thousands of times per second for popular stocks as there are many investors who trade them. The quotes that you see for a certain stock are the prices available for an immediate deal. In order to access a stock exchange, you need a stockbroker who executes deals for you on your behalf. The main things to consider when you're buying shares are which company, what price and how many shares you want to buy. Deciding how much to invest in one particular stock depends on your strategy and your risk appetite. As a rule of thumb, it's better not to invest all your money in one stock or not put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. But we'll talk about investing strategies, portfolio management and risk in other videos. Alright people, so we'll talk about that in other videos. So people, you have seen how to deal with the various parties when they approach and we also showed you how to begin to buy sell shares on the stock market futures in particular because we told told you about rare commodities on the nigerian episode you need to go back and catch up we we put these things together for you so that you can have these and it's invaluable information. And so you should at least be able to 
trade on and buy and sell on your misfortune like everybody else does. Right? And so, what you got? Does that sound blatant to you? Does that sound too blatant? Well, it's the truth, so get with it. What you got to say? Two minutes. It does sound very blatant. And, you know, it's funny when you get to talking about uh, these financials and investments and things like that, that's something that I had begun looking into some years ago. And it's funny, you know, when I speak to people who you would think would be interested, I mean, after all, if you start out with very little capital, um, you can start out small and build until you get to a place where you can get into some larger amounts of things, but you got to start somewhere. And do you know that most people that I talk to, their minds are not even there. Their minds are just with paying the rent, paying the car note, just getting their bills paid every month. That's the limit to where they are. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. You know, I'm not going to live my life like that. So I've begun to surround myself with people like-minded individuals that that are looking to have things in a in legal means and you have to get some education you got to go research you got to read now i didn't know anything about day trading i mean i'm doing some stocks right now and by the way two of mine are up today but um you know i didn't know anything about these fu this future trading. you best to believe that when we get off this broadcast i'm going to look it up I'm going to look it up because you have to start somewhere. Even if you start small, we have to switch our, we have to get out of the mindset as D says and get into the mind state because as long as you is in, are in a mindset, it can be tossed to and fro with whatever wind or what's going on. But when you get in a mind state, you're talking about stability. You're talking about stability across the board, being stable, being stable. And a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways. So if you don't have your mind state um, in a place where you can grow from there, you're just going to be sitting here, whatever, whoever's in office, whatever's going on, you're going to just be taking a hit like a weeble. Weeble. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. At least I ain't falling down. Nah, you need to get down there and stay down there because you ain't doing nothing but sucking up oxygen. Good oxygen, good air. So just stay down there and stay out the way. Wow. All right, people. So don't forget, you can hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Podcast Addict. Go there, or you can go to lordlandfilms.com and right there is all the connects, the links, and you can go right there and you can subscribe to us, hashtag TFR Podcast Line, or hashtag Observations TFR to watch our episodes. Subscribe today. Also, lordlandfilms.com forward slash lordland-tv to watch all the episodes of Lordland Theater. Believe me, it tells you and shows you how to get out of situations through observation and through catch, analyze, shoot, right? Let's see if there's anything else. Yes, we've covered everything. 
We hope that you enjoyed it. We enjoyed bringing it to you. This is another great episode. Tomorrow is Friday. Can you believe it? These, wow. these weeks are moving fast, right? Faster than the election. But anyway, we will see you again <laughs> tomorrow on Friday with episode, what is it? 53, 53. Of, uh, <laughs> of hashtag observations TFR. We're moving through this. We'll see you tomorrow. Here's the thing about your movie, why I made the curator's pick of the Hollywood Fringe. Unity, 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 heart, 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 he